Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. This is Bola Shokumbi. I'm the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance. The Clever Girls Know podcast is a podcast for women, offering a space for conversations around personal finance, business, life, and living. I'd love for you to subscribe to this podcast, and you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes. And if you love what you listen to, head on over to iTunes and leave a review so that other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. I'd also love for you to stop by clevergirlfinance.com. We have new content on the blog multiple times a week. We have over 30 plus free courses. Plus, when you sign up for a course, you can talk to a Clever Girl Finance mentor for free to get encouragement, motivation, or if you just want to have an open, no shame, no judgment girl talk. Finally, check out our YouTube channel. Just search Clever Girl Finance on YouTube. And if you don't already follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Clever Girl Finance. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. So today's episode of the podcast is a replay from our weekly live call that myself and Yasmir, my amazing co-host, host on the Clever Girl Finance YouTube channel every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And on today's episode, we're talking about how to plan your finances around a recession because this is a question we have been getting quite often given the times. So I hope you guys enjoy tuning in to this episode and you find the tips that we share useful And if you would like to join us for a live conversation, we are on the Clever Girl Finance YouTube channel every Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we would love to have you. Okay, enjoy listening. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about navigating a recession, which is kind of what we're in right now in the U.S. and maybe even globally, and times of high inflation. So as you're joining us, Please share in the comments how you are navigating inflation right now. Are you feeling it? Are you not feeling it so much? Um, How are you powering through? I am definitely feeling it at the gas pump, um, the groceries. So I would love to know because these are expensive times. So we're going to be sharing some key tips for navigating a recession, how to plan your finances, and we're going to talk about, you know, inflation as well and just being able to get through this because things get more expensive. So, Yasner, let's get into this very, very important topic. Yes, it's very important, as you mentioned, Bola, because we're kind of in a recession right now. I am also feeling it a lot um, uh, with food. Mm-hmm. Um, even my pet's food has gone up. <laughs> so it's, it's tough. Um, you know, and, and that word recession comes with a lot of, um, negativity, like job loss and, yes. um, the market, um, dipping. Um, so today we're gonna, um, talk about like, what is exactly a recession and some tips that, um, you, uh, action tips you can take now so that, you know, it's, the recession is not hurting your pockets too hard. Yeah, so a recession is something that it's a normal economic occurrence. Recessions happen because economies uh, economies go through uh, periods of expansion and growth, and then they go through periods of decline and recession. And for example, we saw the incredible housing bubble in 20, 2008 and that decline. And then, you know, in the aftermath of COVID-19 and crisis in Ukraine that's impacting the global economy, you know, we're starting to see the effects of a recession right now. And what happens is that there is a decline in 
um, industry and trade activity, which means job losses, unemployment, real estate values may drop, um, investment values may drop. You may have been seeing the stock market right now. And as a result, uh, cost of goods and services goes up, things get more expensive, uh, but your income does not go up as the costs are going up, right? So a recession is basically a period of decline in an economy. Um, costs go up, income does not necessarily go up, job losses are high, investments are are low, low in the sense that, you know, you might be seeing declines in, in your investment, but depending on your horizon, this is essentially a time to buy if you if you have the, inc the income to support it. So, yeah. So let's talk about some of these tips specifically during these times of recession and inflation. Esther said things are very expensive. Um, Sonia says she stopped piling the daily essentials and giving kids salads for snacks. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty expensive right now. Yeah, so the first thing you probably want to do is get on top of your budget because this is going to help you see like where you can save money, you know, cut cut things out and also allow you to see like how much you can put towards savings or how much you can put towards debt. So very important that, you know, that would be the number one thing you do right now. Yeah. So when you're hearing talk of recession, talk of inflation, and you're experiencing it for yourself, for example, I definitely feel it at the grocery store. I feel it when I'm buying gas. This is a great time to really take a look at your your budget and reassess your expenses, right? So are there opportunities for you to cut back in your budget? Can you trim some of the fat from your budget? Um, review those expenses in detail and see what opportunities you have to save extra money, maybe towards putting the money towards savings because cash is queen in situations in times like this you don't want to be cashing out your investment so you want to have money cash income coming in so can you put some of the money towards savings can you use it to pay down debt and again this is a great time to invest in the stock market because essentially the stock market is on sale however i will caution that you cannot predict the bottom of the market in a recession we don't know how low it's going to go we just know that it's low right now right and so what you can do is invest if you are employed and you have emergency savings and you have the extra income to invest is to invest on a dollar cost averaging basis which is essentially buying stocks consistently with a fixed amount over an extended period of time. So every week, let's say you buy $100 of stocks or every month you buy $500 of stocks. Uh, you know, if you have $5,000, you split it into $500 purchases every month, for example. So you're purchasing the market at various instances and over time you're drawing an average purchase price. So that can help you weather through the, the low of the low <laughs> if we haven't gotten to the low yet. Um, and then it's also really important that you diversify your investments. Um, there's a lot of noise on social media about what is the best investment. Diversification is the best way to invest. So again, broad funds, index funds, ETFs. We have we talk about this on cleverwellfinance.com, the blog. We have tons of articles on investments. Just visit cleverwellfinance.com slash blog. And we have our completely free investing courses on the site as well. So number one, get on top of your budget. So key. What where can you trim the fat? How can you save more money? How can you put extra money towards debt? How can you invest more since the stock market is on sale? 
Yes. And um, that's a good segue to tip number two is to diversify your investments. Um, you probably heard the saying, don't put your all your eggs in one basket. <laughs> well, that applies here with investing. Some people will invest in just the stocks, just, you know, individual stocks. And that could be risky. You can, you know, lose a lot of money, if not all, if, if, if that company is not doing well. So you you want to do your research and look into investing instead in index um, and mutual funds, which are diversified. They include a lot of companies on there. And the great thing about them is that if one area or one company is not doing well, um, and by area, I mean like, you know, like the tech company, oil and gas, um, things like that. If they're not doing well, then you're not going to feel it as much because if they're not doing well, then there's other stocks that are in this time. And also assess your risk tolerance, mm-hmm. um, your risk tolerance, because uh, if you don't, if you don't feel comfortable with like your um, portfolio uh, going down, you might want to reassess that um, and, and make some changes. Yeah. So, you know, there's nothing against investing in individual stocks. You just want to make sure that you're diversified across several different individual stocks. And when you are investing in index funds versus mutual funds, one thing to keep in mind is that mutual funds typically have fund managers, which in turn cause the expenses associated to that fund to be higher than an index fund, which is essentially just tracking a stock market index like the S&P 500. But sometimes, you know, if you are investing in an employer-sponsored account, you may only have access to mutual funds, um, but the cost of the stocks are much lower right now. So it's still worthwhile to invest. So um, diversification is so important. Um, a lot of people panic right now and they sell. You know, it, I find it so weird that people buy high and then economic situations happen and then they sell low. That's losing money, right? You want to buy low as low as possible and then sell high, which is when you make money. So budget, get on top of your budget, trim your expenses where you can, right? Cash is queen right now. Diversify your investments. If you have the spare funds, now is a great time to invest additional money or just continue investing on a dollar cost average approach. Yes. Tip number three is to bulk up your emergency savings. You want to start bulking up uh, so that you have at least three to six months worth of um, expenses, not what you earn. Um, Some people think that they have to uh, save up what they earn um, each month for. No, it's just like what you need, like the bare minimum. So in for three to six months and then move towards 12 months. Reason being that, you know, you can experience unemployment and you're going to need that because in times of recession, like it's hard to get a job and it may be a while um, before you land a new job. Okay. So someone is watching this and saying, these women are crazy telling me to save three to six months and 12 months of my income. Y'all are crazy. Don't hang up. Don't cut off the <laughs> So in a recession, having an emergency fund is essential just in general, but more so in a recession because the job market, job security, there's a lot of unpredictability there. If your companies are doing well, the next step they take is layoffs, right? And when you're out of a job, you still need to pay your bills. And so if you are gainfully employed right now, if you are bringing an income in, please prioritize emergency savings. It might mean just putting a pause 
on paying extra payments to your debt so that you can put some cash aside, right? Continue to make the minimum payments on your debt, but put some cash aside so that you have a fallback. And so three to six months, as Yasmer said, this is not your entire paycheck. This is essentially you narrowing it down to what do you need to survive? Housing, mm-hmm. food, transportation, your core utilities, your water bill, your electric bill, your internet bill to find a new job, um, any medicines you need. What is that amount? Cut off all the fat, the eating out, the nails done, all that stuff, right? You want to have survival money put aside three to six months. Once you get there, then you can you can plan to extend it to 12 months. The reason why we say 12 months as a goal is because during a, during a recession, it's harder. It takes more time. It can take more time to find a job if you lose your job. So if you are employed right now, please prioritize saving for emergencies. If you are unemployed right now during this time of inflation, recession, start thinking about what you can do to weather through until you get a job um, without having emergency savings until you have that income that is stabilized. So um, once that income starts coming in, you focus on emergency savings. But right now, can you downsize? Can you work a part-time job? Can you work at a job that maybe is lower than your skill set, but will bring money in to put food on the table and keep your bills paid? Can you sell items you own that you don't need, uh, but somebody else wants to buy them on Facebook Marketplace, on eBay, on Poshmark, you want to start considering all these ideas. So you might be unemployed right now. You cannot save, obviously, because there's no income coming in. But what can you do? How can you get creative to weather through this storm until you get that job and your income stabilizes? And then you can start to prioritize emergency savings. Mm-hmm. Tip number four is to create multiple streams of income. So uh, the average millionaire has seven streams of income. Um, and this is good because you want to um, have as much money coming in as possible. So you may want to start with like exploring what your passions are and if you can turn it into you know a blog or like a ebook or class, this is a um, good way to earn money. And um, if you are unemployed, you might want to also explore um, you know maybe this is the time where, you want to work on a, a passion project and, and monetize from it. Um, a lot of people during the pandemic, a lot of people are like out of necessity. They worked on their um, um, businesses and some of them even like, you know, quit their jobs when they saw that, you know, they were making more than what they were doing in the job. So, or it can just be a side hustle, but yeah, very important to um, not just have one stream of income, but multiple ones. Yes, multiple streams of income is incredibly important. Um, yes, you're budgeting. Yes, you're managing, um, you know, living within your, your income. Uh, yes, you're investing or you're paying off debt. Yes, you have emergency savings. But it's important to have that multiple stream of income so that if you lose one source of income, you have a fallback um, if, it's, if it takes you time to recover the income stream that you lost. And what's really interesting about recessions is that if you Google the studies and statistics is that recessions and time of times of economic difficulty usually produce the highest number of millionaires in pretty much every economy because when recessions happen, when things get tight, people get serious, people get creative and people find other opportunities. So in this recession, even though the news is all doom and gloom, 
There are opportunities. So don't buy into the doom and gloom because once you shift your focus into doom and gloom, recession, woe is me, you are shifting your focus away from being able to identify potential opportunities. So when it comes to multiple streams of income, is there a business idea you've been wanting to pursue that maybe you can start now at a low cost? Are there things in your home where you just need to downsize and bring money in to build up your emergency savings, to start that business, uh, to pay down some debts? Start getting creative. Investing is one way to create a multiple stream of income. However, that takes time to build up, right? Because the income comes from the appreciation and increase in value on your investment. So you have to basically invest to build up that value and that dividend, those dividends and appreciation and all of that. But that's still one long-term way to build a stream of income. Your full-time job is one stream of income. A part-time job is one stream of income. If you're selling things in your home you don't need, baby clothes, appliances, furniture that's just hanging around, that's another stream of income. Those are four streams of income I just talked about, right? So start thinking of ideas on clever finance we have a few articles on passive income ideas how to create multiple streams of income ideas for multiple streams of income so definitely check it out um in times of recession the the businesses that tend to do the best and i was just looking at a list are anything that has to do with essentials right so the food industry, grocery stores, baby products, people are always going to clothe and feed their babies. Services like legal services, accounting services, repair services. People need to get to work. They're going to fix their cars. They're going to fix things in their home. They need to live in their house. Uh, so anything that's an essential service that you have identified as essential to living, people are still going to pay for it. So that could be an opportunity if you have the skill sets or you have the interest to start a business to create another stream of income for yourself. If you are unemployed right now, now is a great time to explore multiple streams of income while you are looking for a new job. And again, don't be ashamed if you have to work at a lower paying job, if you really need the money to put food on the table as you explore multiple streams of income as well. And lastly, tip number five is to pay off debt. So if you are employed or you have income coming in, you um, want to focus on paying off your debts, especially the ones that have very, very high interest, like 10% and above, like considered like very high. So um, you want to pay that off as fast as possible because then that will free up money so that you can put towards your savings account. However, if you are unemployed, you can, you know, put a pause on making any extra payments that you are making towards your debt and um, just call like the, the creditor, the bank and um, see how they can work with you while you, you know, find a, a new job and you can stabilize. Yeah. So, you know, the challenge with debt is that it costs a lot of money. And the reason why it costs a lot of money is because of compounding interest. So like Yasmer mentioned, if you happen to be employed right now, this is a great time and you have emergency savings put aside. This is a great time to focus on paying down that high interest debt so that once that debt is gone, you can focus on putting that money towards your savings, towards investing and specifically the high interest debt, the debt that's costing you the most money, which is usually credit cards. That's where you want to focus on right now. If you're unemployed, Debt is not really the priority right now, right? You want to stabilize your income. You want to find a new job. So it's okay to pause debt payments. I mean, still make the minimum payments if you can afford to. If you cannot make your minimum payments, 
call your creditors, ask them for help, tell them that you've lost your job, tell them that you are struggling. And usually they will put you in a plan. They will give you a grace period, especially right now. So don't feel like, you know, sometimes there is people feel really guilty or they feel like they failed or they feel like they're so set back if they lose their job and they cannot continue this accelerated debt repayment plan that they had, right? But you know what? You lost your job um, in a recession because your company is not doing well. It's not your fault. You have to find a new job and don't don't feel guilty because you can't make the extra debt payments. Instead, focus on what you can do to get back to work, to earn some income so that you can get back on track with paying your debt down. The priority here is that you have food, you have shelter, your kids are safe, you have the medicines that you need, and then shift your focus back to paying off the debt when you stabilize your income. So right now, if you can only make minimum payments while you put some money aside, while you find a new job, do that. Cannot make any payments at all, please contact your creditors for help and they will usually find a plan to support you with. If your creditor is being really difficult and you cannot pay, the, the debt and they don't want to give you a plan, then, you know, sometimes it is what it is. As soon as you get your income back, you you work with them to get back on track. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, recession, um, as we mentioned, is pretty much here and it is scary. But if you follow these tips um, and you head over to Clever Girl Finance um, and take a look at our uh, free resources, that'll help you a lot weather uh, this 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 time. And remember that this is temporary. Historically, like recessions are temporary and stay in the market. Remember that you are there for the long term because it's going to pay off um, in the long run. And one thing I want to say, which should have really been the first point, is please do not panic. Um, if you need to stop watching the news and stop going on the news websites, do that. If you are employed during a recession, right, things just seem more expensive. Your life continues. Like, you know, it's pretty much day to day. You live life. You have your family. It is what it is. Things are just more expensive. You adjust your budget. You follow the tips. You get through it. If you're unemployed, it becomes tougher because now you have no income in an expensive um, climate. And so your goal is prioritize finding income. Again, there's no shame in getting the lower paying job, in working below your skill set to bring money in on, you know, on the table. The other thing I want to say is that if you have lost your job and you have no savings and you have you are finding that you need to leverage debt to survive. You can still budget how much you spend so that you minimize how much debt you take on so that when your income comes back in, you create a plan. Even before you get the income, before you get the job, you create a debt payoff plan of how you're going to pay off that debt as quickly as you can. But you can budget so that you minimize how much you're spending on debt. Just because you're spending on debt does not mean that it's free money. And sometimes People may have just been starting their financial journey and they lose their job. A recession hits, an emergency happens. They hadn't saved, but they had the intention. They were making the plans. It's okay. Don't let anybody judge you or shame you. Um, and again, so important, do not panic. The, the media is all about panic, 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 mayhem. You know, yeah. cut it off, read a good book, save yourself the stress, call your friends and family, you know, watch a movie. Um, and try to take your mind off of things, but leverage these tips and create your plans and keep investing, keep saving, right? Keep doing all the things that you do and it's going to be all fine. So thank you guys for tuning in.
If you haven't already picked up a copy or ordered your copy of Choosing to Prosper, please do. You can ask your local library to order this book. You can pick it up from everywhere you purchase your books. And thank you guys for tuning in today. We appreciate you so much. See you next week. Everyone, see you next week. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning into this episode, and I hope you enjoyed it. If you've loved the episode, but you don't yet subscribe to the podcast, you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes and head on over to iTunes and leave a review so other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. Thank you so much for being here and I'll talk to you on the next episode.